0: So, if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com. Build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the new year. First podcast of the year. First YouTube video. If you're watching on YouTube, I am excited going to be talking about student loans 2023. The reason why we're kicking it off with this is because there's just been so much garbage that has gone on the last three or four months. People are confused as hell of what's going on. What should they be doing? So I wanted to spend this episode to just summarize everything of what's going on so you guys can take a breath, get ready for 2023 when it comes to student loans, and get it going. Uh, before we jump into the podcast, as always, If you haven't subscribed already, be sure to, so that way you get notified when we have new episodes. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to the channel, like, and comment. It helps us grow. It helps you get notified. And also share this with your friends. Again, they need help too. It helps us grow. It helps you, all that type of stuff. Let's jump right into it. Student Loans 2023. Uh, Student Loan Forgiveness. I'm I'm not going to beat too hard on this because we've already talked about this a number of times. The news is out there. People know, if you don't know, it's going to the Supreme Court. It's probably not going to happen. The big question here is people ask me, well, is there other laws that they can backdoor loan forgiveness through? There might be, but everybody that I've talked to, they just don't see how it ever gets through litigation. And so that's where the whole student loan pause comes up into next. It's like, okay, well, what happens if there's no loan forgiveness. Like they'll just keep kicking the can down the road, right? In terms of not making people make payments. Um, logically, I can see that happening. Is it going to? I don't think so. Reason being is this, okay? Um, the House of Representatives is going over to the Republicans. I, I believe that they will sue the government like they did with the mask mandate. Something will happen there. There'll be a lawsuit. It'll go to court and the court will strike down that COVID, basically say, COVID's over, stop forbearing these things. Like it's time for people to make payments basically. And the court's gonna pff, squash that. Okay, now there's a number of reasons why I, I, I say that's gonna happen. But the biggest one is this, and if you look at the wording, okay, when President Biden has extended this stuff every single time, the, the repayment, like non-repayment I should say, the forbearance, it was because of COVID. Okay. As you guys all know, in November or whatever, right before the election, uh, he was giving an interview saying COVID was over. So COVID's over in some areas. It's not over in other areas. I, I don't get how that whole works, but let's just be illogical you know, people for, for a minute here. At the end of the day, what happened when he made this last extension is they literally said that they have to extend it and they can't start repayment again because of the uncertainty around... Uh, the for, the $10,000 loan forgiveness. So this time when they said they're extending it, it had nothing to do with COVID. And so I can see that going to court very quickly and getting shot down very quickly in the court saying, nope, like you've even said, this is strictly because of the 10K. Now, I think that something might happen in January, depending on what's going on with the new Congress, how how urgent they think this stuff is. Which I don't know if they think it's urgent or not. It depends on how much they're getting lobbied. Let's be honest. Who's lobbying who? If, if you know companies that lo- like give them a lot of money are lobbying to stop you know this whole student loan forbearance stuff. Maybe I, I don't know. I, that's just I, I if you haven't realized it yet, I don't think too highly of politicians at the end of the day. So that's my outlook on it. Now is that right or not? No. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just going to do it because they believe it's right and you know somebody's not lobbying them. I. I don't know we'll see one way or the other. I don't know if it's going to happen in January but from what I've been told from from different people just chirping around in the, the industry is that they believe that there's a chance that Congress actually will act in January before the 10K is heard in terms of loan forgiveness because that is not going to be heard until February. So they think there's actually a small chance that both the 10k, in loan forgiveness and the student loan repayment pause, the Supreme Court might just come out and just say nope to both of them. Like we don't even need the, the hearings, which I think they're gonna go to the hearings, but you never know. There's a small chance that they might just say, nope, this is so blatantly illegal. We're just squashing it. We'll see. I don't, again, that's not the whole legal process. There's other ways to make them say no, like this is, is not it. I think they'll hear, but we could potentially hear something by the end of February that says no, loan, loan forgiveness. And this whole student loan repayment thing nope repayment starting now so the supreme court could do that we'll see if it's gonna happen i don't know why is that such a big deal because as of right now that biden said that repayment won't start until 60 days after uh the decisions made on loan forgiveness again he's tying student loan repayment to loan forgiveness so i think it's gonna get shot down but if that's the case and if everything goes as scheduled then it's they hear the, the hearing in February. They think they should have an answer in June. And so that means that student loan repayment would not start till August or September of next year. So that's still the highest probability of actually happening. Again, I, I, will it get struck down before then? Maybe, we'll see. But here is the bigger thing that you guys need to be cognizant of, okay? One, there's another thing up Joe Biden's sleeve that they can do. Two, and this is the second thing I want to talk about first, plan as though you're already in repayment. That's the biggest thing. Don't, all these what ifs, what if this, what if that, because I'm going to go through some big what ifs right now. What if this, what if that. Go on, like when we're building financial plans with people using our technology at FIPA, we assume the person's making a payment and either A, you're going to be doing a payoff strategy or a loan forgiveness strategy based on the information that we have currently. But instead of actually making the payments, we set up the plan to say, hey, let's just say your payments are a thousand dollars a month. You just put the money in the bank account. So when all these what ifs come to fruition, then you could take that money and either make a big payment or you could do something else with it. But just save it and pretend like it's part of your plan right now. You should be doing have been doing that for the last three years if you haven't already been doing that, if you've been out of school and whatnot. Okay. So that's that's One of the first things I want you guys to to do, plan as though the repayment is already there and you're making it, just keep saving, okay? I literally, why is this such a big deal? I just saw a a news article uh, one of the three days ago, I think it was in Business Insider, I don't know, I'm always picking on them, but they released an article saying, well, student loans can't be put back into place on repayment because repayment is gonna cause a lot of people you know, problems. And it's like, they're not used to having a payment and payments are gonna kick back in. It's like, okay, well, first of all, if people are making less than like forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, that they're not gonna have really any repayments anyway. It's actually about thirty thousand to forty thousand. They wouldn't have payments on IDR anyway, so they don't have to worry about it. So, really, the only people that are gonna be really hit hard are people that are making like 70, 80, 90, grand plus, which are most of the people listening to this audience, you guys are making 70, 80, 90 grand a year. And all of a sudden you're gonna have this payment. And it's like, well, you should. You should have been planning for that but that's not what happened went out and over leveraged themselves with like cars and homes now i know nobody did that here right actually i, I know some of you have done that because you guys have already called me saying like oh shit, like what did i do and it's like yeah let's try to back out of this right but that's the reality of it, Is it but the media like these articles are trying to say that people that are making like 30 grand but student loans are going to go kick back into repayment and they can't make the payments. It's like, yeah, they don't have to. Go on IDR. Right? So again, I, I, I think they're making it into a big old hoopla, bigger the hoopla than it's going to be. But that's neither here nor there. Again, this podcast is a talk about what you need to do to get ready for 2023. Primarily, number one, still set up your financial plan. Like I've been saying all along, set it up as though you're making those payments. Still have to decide which way you'd be going and just keep saving the money. Okay. Number 2, the big big news again. If loan forgiveness doesn't go through, which again we don't think it's going to, ace up the sleeve that Biden can use. They can change the student loan repayment plans and use income-driven repayment plans to do so. Now, they've already announced the framework back I think last August about a new IDR plan that's supposed to roll out in July of next year. This IDR plan Essentially for people in undergrad that make less than like 70 grand a year, 60 grand a year, your payments would basically be zero if you have an undergrad degree. So basically for 60 to 70% of people in this country, undergrad will be free or they wouldn't get federal student loan debt. They would basically, which to me is gonna be an even bigger problem because now people that don't even need the student loan debt, they're just gonna take it. So the student loan bubble is gonna get bigger. Okay, that, that's my opinion, okay? But that's what he's done, and this benefit is extremely generous. So what else can he do? He can make it even more generous, okay? And those lawsuits would be very hard for Congress to stop if they place those lawsuits and say, no, the government and the Department of Education can't do this. Now, here's the caveat on these plans, though. There's no details out there yet now we know that the 5%, all that stuff on IDR only is gonna to apply to grad, uh, undergrads. If you have a graduate degree and both, you have loans in both, it's gonna be some type of blended rate. We, we know that, so it's gonna help some people, but most people with graduate degrees, it's not gonna help drastically, okay? That's what they've announced now. Again, they might change all this. Do I think they're gonna change all that? No because they've always said, like politicians, and I'm not gonna name names, like but a lot of politicians have come out and said they want undergrad to be free, and they want graduate students to pay for it. The reason being is because they believe graduate students are your upper middle class, your millionaires and billionaires that need to pay, and the default rates are there because they have income, and so it's their redistrib- redistribution of wealth. I've, I've done podcasts on this in the past, where it's basically a backdoor tax because the money's going out of your pocket to the government and it's funding what they want. But they get to use it however they want to instead of it being a tax where there's actually some checks and balances. so anyways, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day, right? Um, Again, what do you need to know about this stuff? That's the key. This new income-driven repayment plan can actually drop your payments. And some of you that are planning on paying off your loans, if they actually, roll this thing out the way it's designed right now, some of you are going to be wanting to switch to a loan forgiveness plan because of how much money it's going to save you. Not only that, but they might make this plan even more generous than it is now because of the lack of loan forgiveness. How much is it going to affect the graduate students or not? We'll see because they haven't come out with the final rule yet. But here's the other big thing on this stuff. Congress is not going to pass that, but what Joe Biden does. Now, Biden has said that there's a possibility that this new plan, if you're on an old plan, you'll be able to get onto it. But here's the thing, right? Those old plans are in your promissory notes, meaning you are eligible for them. If he does this new one and it doesn't go through Congress, that means he does it through executive order. Executive orders can be backed out at any time by a future president. They're not in writing. So if your promissory note doesn't have anything about this new type of plan, yeah, you can go on to it now. But a new president comes in they can revoke it anytime they want to. And now you're still back on the old plan. So that's how this stuff starts getting really confusing, right? Of what's going to happen with all this type of stuff. What should I be doing? The circus continues. Let's just say that. Because this stuff shouldn't be that hard. Somebody asked me the other day, what should be a quick fix? Like if they just quick fix it. Within the current system they have, right? Because those of you that have listened to the podcast, again, you guys have known that. I've done some different ones. of like, hey, this is how I would actually like really fix this thing, right? If they did a quick fix, just stroke of a pin, right? Like President Obama said, I have a pin and a piece of paper. I could change this and do whatever I want to. If they were to do that, okay, like there's going to be – if. Biden does this. There's going to be six income-driven repayment plans on top of the other three payoff strategies. It's nine different options. It's like, If they wanted to, they just say, look, there is no options anymore. There's one repayment plan. Income-driven repayment plans, your payments are based as a percentage of income. For those of you that want to pay more, you can do that and pay it off, and you have to do the analysis to figure out what's best for you. But there's one plan. Simplify a lot of shit that way, right? Again, that would be too easy. Um, and then I have no poll with politicians, so they won't listen to me, anyways. To sum it up, 10k in forgiveness probably not going to happen, pretty much guarantee it's not going to happen at this point. I'd be shocked if it did. Uh, repayment student loan repayment, I have a gut feeling, will start again in 2023, either because President Biden says, Yeah, it's starting, or lawsuits get challenged. It goes to court, courts overrule the Biden administration, it's going to kick in. That's my opinion third piece though the ace up the sleeve president biden can change the income driven repayment plans to be so generous that it's basically student loan forgiveness it's free education i also think though that it might only be geared towards undergrads so we'll see what does all this mean to you pretend like you're making payments now and you're building your financial plan. Like I said in the beginning, when we build financial plans with people right now, like when they're using our technology to build it and we're on the call as our coach guiding them through it, we say, pretend like you're either gonna pay off your loans or do the loan forgiveness strategies. Now, what do you gotta use when you're comparing that? You gotta use what's out there right now because we know that's what's out there. You can't say, well, what if they change it to this, 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 we don't know what it's gonna look like. So you have to say, what's the best information I have today? This is the route that I would go. I'm saving the money. Because if I then change my mind, I still have this huge amount of money saved. I have options. I can do whatever I want to, but I'm gonna pretend like I'm making payments now. I'm saving the money, keep it going. And I know that's not the answer. A lot of you have been looking at here because I've been hearing the frustration on your guys on the phones. A lot of you have just been emailing me saying like, at this point, I just want these things to kick back in so I can move on with my life and know exactly what's going to happen. Trust me, from a business standpoint, we. Wish the same thing too because every quarter it seems like we got to be like, okay, we got to gear up for student loans, like, and then we start doing it, and then then, oh, they're they're late again, all right, well, forget about that with the tech, we're gonna go do this with the technology. It's like, so trust me, I'm right there with you, and it's like, look, guys, just figure out we just need to have an answer what's gonna happen here, okay? Like, start playing, stop playing with my emotions, right? So, anyways. That's the podcast for today, a quick one for uh to start off the year. We got some good ones coming up down the pike, some interviews that are with people you're going to really want to listen to their stories about how they achieve financial freedom, how they're making money, all that type of stuff. We'll be talking to you guys soon. Enjoy the new year. See you soon.